How can we, as creative educators and entrepreneurs, find our authentic voice, get real in a world where real is hard to come by, and share our vision all while making some serious money and keeping it all balanced? Hey, hey, it's Alyssa with the Teacher Hustle Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Thanks for taking a chance on me. I'm a fifth grade teacher, toddler mom, and serial entrepreneur. I'm answering all your burning questions and bringing you simple business tips, mindset shifts, and inspiration to help you turn your passion into an income that makes an impact without being overly complicated. You know that one thing you can't stop talking about? We are going to share it with the world. So grab a cup of coffee and let's bring your wildest ideas to life. Welcome to episode two of the Teacher Hustle podcast. Today, we're talking about how to choose the right teacher hustle. But before I get into today's episode, I have a favor to ask. I know my podcast is still new, but if you like what you hear, please, please leave me a review. I would really appreciate the opportunity to spread the word, and I would love to feature a few of your reviews on future podcasts. I'd also absolutely love it if you snapped a picture while you were listening to the podcast and tagged me over on Instagram. I would love to see how far this podcast is traveling. So first of all, you're probably wondering, what is a teacher hustle? What does that even mean? Some people could be teachers, could be just creative types. They have this certain drive. It's an itch to express their beliefs and their values and their passions. They want to make an impact. Most teachers I know, they have this quality. They not only find joy inside the classroom, inside those four walls, but they they oftentimes find that joy it comes also from behind the computer, which sounds really nerdy, but they love to create engaging lessons and help teachers do the same. Teaching is really a creative outlet, but it doesn't mean that the only way to have creative expression is to create lesson plans. Sometimes it can take different forms. Sometimes teachers have that hustle or that drive, but they aren't quite sure how they should package it into something that makes them money. They haven't found that sweet spot between what they're passionate about, what sparks joy, and what brings in that extra income that we're all sort of looking for to relieve that financial pressure that we're under. Now, if that's you, if you haven't quite found your passion project yet, don't panic because this episode is made for you. I'm going to dive into four teacher hustles you might want to try out. And you might be thinking like, okay, Alyssa, that sounds lovely, but I don't want to add any more work to my plate. Why are you telling me to add more work? I'm already teaching full-time. I'm already momming full-time. I'm busy enough. Leave me alone. But To make my point, I want to tell you quickly why I started my teacher hustle. I had been teaching for about 11 years. I had scaled my social media marketing business way back. That was what I was doing on the side for a lot of years. But I wanted to make time for being a new mom. And I was teaching by day and I was momming by morning and night, all night sometimes. But I felt kind of bored. But I don't actually know if bored is the right word, so don't don't get mad at me. It's not like I was bored exactly. I had plenty to do, but it was more like the life had been sucked out of me. Someone needed me from sunup to sundown and everywhere in between, whether it was a toddler who needed a snack or a fifth grader who, you know, couldn't find his pencil or a local business who needed a new email campaign for their upcoming season. And I loved each of these parts of my life. I loved being a mom, you know, most of the time. I loved being a teacher most of the time. But somewhere along the line, I had lost that spark. So I don't know if it was because I was teaching 11 years in the 
same grade level. I know a lot of you, when you switch grades, that that sort of rejuvenates you and, and brings that spark back. But the thing was that I could teach the lessons with my eyes closed. And it's not that I didn't love the grade level. I love working with fifth graders. I was just sort of you know, going through the motions. I was watching so much Sesame Street, my mind was numb, but just something wasn't quite right. I had lost myself. I missed the days where I would curl up in a seat inside a coffee shop, sipping on my coffee and working on the things that I really loved to work on. For me, that was marketing. I'm guessing, you know, since you're listening to this podcast where I'm giving you the the quick and dirty marketing tips that maybe marketing isn't exactly what lights you up, but somebody... Everybody has that something that gets them going and and brings that spark back and just makes them feel like themselves. So how do you know what your passion is? How can you figure that out? You might have to do some digging. To figure out your passion, first start to think about that topic that you can't stop talking about. Maybe it's something that, you know, it excites you or it brings you peace when you talk about it because you love to talk about it. Or maybe it's something that makes you mad. Maybe it's something you're desperate to change or something that you just know a lot about. If you had a whole Saturday afternoon to do something, but you couldn't get a massage or go get your nails done, you have to do something productive here. What would you do? So what types of boards are there on your personal Pinterest account? Or what do you, you know, like the kids say, search up in Google or on YouTube. What podcasts are you listening to besides this one, of course? What's the thing that when people mention it, you say, oh, that's my jam. Like, that's my thing. Whatever you picked, that's your passion. Now we have to find a way to take that passion and turn it into an additional stream of income. Because when you marry your passion up with a business that can bring in money, I'm telling you right now, that's going to light you up in a way that you never knew was possible. You're earning that freedom while working on the thing that you love. There are lots of ways to do this. Some of you might just prefer to bring in extra income at a steadier rate, like doing something such as working, you know, at Aunt Taylor Loft so you can get the discount. I would love that too. Or selling Pampered Chef or whatever else that you want to sell. You know, I don't blame you there either. I love all the stoneware in the world. And those are really more predictable ways to bring in extra income. Ways that I'm going to give you are a little bit less predictable. They take a little bit more creativity, more work, not to say that the others aren't creative, but with a digital business, you can build something that will eventually sort of run on its own. Something you can pour yourself into when you have a few extra hours and it continues to make you money while you're doing other things. Many of us are teaching full-time or you just want to spend time with your family or you want to shop or go to the beach, the important things. So the four teacher hustles I'm going to talk to you today about are not really trading your time for dollars. They're businesses where you can put in some time and then it pays off, you know, in the long run. You sort of, I always say you wind it up like a wind-up car and then it kind of rides out once you've put in the upfront work, front-loading. And not only is your digital business going to relieve some of that financial stress, it's also going to bring back that spark. So for me, teaching teachers how to market their online business how to make more income and impact at the same time. For me, that is the ultimate self-care. It lights me up. It renews my energy. It makes me a better teacher. It makes me a better mom. So I don't look at it as more time spent on another thing. I look at it as the thing that keeps me sane. 
And now don't get me wrong. People say to me all the time, Alyssa, how do you do all of this? Why are you doing all of this? Why do you do so much? Why are you go, go, go? But for me, this isn't go, go, go. This is my happy place. I know it's nerdy. I get it. But it's really, really cool. And I think that also I'm showing my kids that, you know, this hard work ethic and I'm showing them what it's like to pour time back into myself and to help others. And so I really believe that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I want you to be there too. So let me get into those four reasons or the four hustles. Once you have that topic you feel passionate about, you have to decide how can you position yourself as the expert on that topic, right? You have to show other people that you are an expert in that area. And you also want to create a digital product or something you can sell that reflects your knowledge. So two different things going on in your business. There are four types of digital businesses I'm going to talk to you about creating today. They're the most popular digital offerings for teachers, and you're usually selling to other teachers. Now, you certainly could sell to everyone, but I really like businesses that help other teachers. I just love this community where we're kind of coming together and helping one another in all avenues because teachers really understand other teachers. So I just think this is a really cool movement, and that's why I talk a lot about teacher-to-teacher businesses. But you certainly could sell to anyone. Uh, online in any of these examples. One online business you might try is selling a digital or physical product online. Now, selling a digital product is more passive than selling a physical product, but both can be lots of fun. And of course, the listing platform most teachers use for a digital digital product is Teachers Pay Teachers. The listing platform most teachers use for a physical product is Etsy. Both listing platforms actually work in a pretty similar way, which is why I'm grouping them together to talk to you about. TBT is a marketplace where teachers can find digital resources for the classroom for sale by other teachers. If you're a teacher, you probably already know this. You can find everything from clip art to printable worksheets, posters, classroom decor, organizers, so much more. The great thing about TBT is that in one weekend, you can set up your account and get your first product listed. Thousands and thousands of teachers are finding that TPT is a meaningful creative outlet and a means to bring in additional income. Some teachers have even replaced their teaching salary and started selling their resources full time. Not that you have to do that. I know that we kind of go back and forth. Some choose to work on it full time. Some choose to work on it on the side. Both are contributing to more impact to more kids, to more classrooms around the world. Both are wonderful models. Etsy, of course, sells everything from note cards to wooden signs and everything in between. Many teachers find they love to create items for other teachers like t-shirts and planners and stickers and signs and all the things that make us teachers really happy. One word of advice, and if you listen to me speak on Instagram or in my Facebook group, you've heard me say this before. If you decide to start a business on TPT or Etsy, you cannot just create your products, list them on TPT or Etsy, and hope that the money starts rolling in. That may have been true years ago on TPT, but the platform is now really saturated with pages and pages of resources for each search. Just to give you an example, if you were to list an interactive reading notebook, you'd be competing with 38,000 other products in that search alone. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't put your things out there. I certainly think that you should. It's just to say that we've got to remember that the purpose of the platform is simply to be an online marketplace. It's a listing platform. You pay a fee to house your products there. 
your fee pays the company to host those products and customers can come and look for something in that niche. This one marketplace makes it super easy to do that. Think about, though, your favorite local bookstore. I have a bookstore that I just love to go to here in our area. Now, imagine that bookstore was totally empty. No shelves, no chairs, no window display, no interactives, no signs, no music. All it has is this one checkout area in the front, and it's a self-checkout. There's nobody working there. At the register, there's a giant catalog with the titles of each book that they offer, a picture of the cover of the book, and a few lines of description. You pick out what you need and you go. That's Teachers Pay Teachers in or Etsy in the online world. They're both wonderful platforms and tons of customers, tons of teachers use them to find what they need and to make purchases. You're totally going to get purchases just by optimizing your listings there and looking at your titles and your cover pages and listing on that site. But if you are not marketing your resources in other places, you are frankly missing big opportunities to connect with teachers who need what you have to offer. And that's the bottom line. So please, 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 please do me this favor. If you are thinking about starting out in the digital or physical product space online, spend some time building a foundation in marketing that's going to move your business forward. You need a clear understanding of how to set up your online presence in a way that makes a big impact on your conversions and positions you as an expert in your niche area. Now, of course, I do teach that in Teacher Hustle University. You, The doors are not currently open, but you can get on the waiting list at alissamcdonald.com slash framework. But there's a ton of marketing information out there, like a ton of it. The thing is, if you have a solid foundation in marketing for your business, you're better able to make confident decisions about anything you hear you should be doing in marketing for your business. You'll be able to listen to a podcast and instead of thinking like, oh, I, you know, I need to start a chatbot because they just told me all about a chatbot and how wonderful it is. Instead, you're going to listen to that podcast about chatbots. You're going to gather the information about the chatbot and you're going to make a clear decision about if that's something you want to add to your marketing tool belt now or maybe you don't. The guilt, that heavy guilt of not doing enough in marketing, it's going to melt away when you have an unwavering content strategy. All right, that's enough for my marketing soapbox. The second online business that works really, really well for teachers is a digital course or a membership or a workshop, something along the lines of professional development. Because teachers are really great at teaching. We're kind of born that way. We're so lucky that PD is more readily available now because of the internet. We can learn strategies from teachers around the world at the click of a button. And so that means we have the chance to impact classrooms around the world, which I just think is so cool. So let's say you love, you know, talking about second grade literacy centers and you're rocking those centers in your own classroom and you have the chance to then bring that beyond your own classroom to impact kids around the world by spreading your expertise online. But I am seeing a lot of teachers diving into kind of course creation and this sort of thing, which I think is wonderful, but I see a huge, huge mistake happening. And I want to address that here before you start to think about the big picture about creating a course or a membership. It's thinking that your course or your membership needs to be super complicated that it needs to have, you know, 30 video lessons and seven modules and 40 companion worksheets and lots and lots of support in the Facebook group. No, we don't need to go that crazy because the thing is we are teachers. We are not looking to purchase more 
content. We've got that, right? We've got stacks of teaching resources books on our shelves. We've got stacks of professional development books we want to read. We've got tons of courses we want to take. We don't have time to digest all of that information. We're looking for a really, we're looking for a magic pill. We want to buy your course or sign up for your membership and have that content immediately downloaded into our brains so that we can use it the next day in our classroom. The thing is, we don't have the time. We don't have the money or the mental energy to invest in more, more, more. So my big suggestion would be to keep it simple. Keep it incredibly niched. Find your people and serve just them. Build your basic marketing strategy with purpose for your people, what they need and what they can digest. That may even be a quick workshop. It may not be a super involved course. It can mean a lot of different things, but I just urge you to really think about your audience. I know that when you're listening to podcasts and things from big marketers on digital courses and memberships, and they're talking about, you know, these really complicated, involved business models, what I'm urging you to do is to just think about our niche. It's a little bit different. Remember that they're talking to the masses. They're talking to people from all different niches. If they knew you were a teacher, they might speak to you differently about what your course or membership should look like. So please just keep that in mind when you're listening uh, to some of those bigger marketing gurus. Now, some of you, you may have dabbled in Teachers Pay Teachers, or you've thought about a course, but you're like, no, I don't think either of those things are for me. That's not really my sweet spot yet. Maybe you don't love creating in PowerPoint, or you don't love the idea of creating educational content for teachers, but you do want an online business. Don't worry, I have two more ideas for you. I had a student in Teacher Hustle University. She messaged me a few weeks into signing up for the course, and she was feeling defeated because she'd tried selling her resources on TPT, and she was making some sales, but you know her heart wasn't in it, and something didn't feel right to her. Creating lessons felt a little bit forced, and she was looking for something different. Now, I have this really weird talent where I can immediately spot someone else's talents and I can package them into a business idea and I can come up with all the action steps really quickly in my mind to make it happen. I know it's a weird talent. It's taken me a long time to figure out what in the world I'm supposed to be doing with that talent, but it's there. So I was talking with her and looking through her Instagram profile for no more than like two minutes and something struck me about her. First of all, she is beautiful. The kind of beautiful that's easy to love because it's real and effortless, like, you know, Julia Roberts, beautiful. She has a natural way about all of her Insta stories. She has a way of explaining things and talking about everyday life that draws you in immediately. I feel like she's someone MTV should have picked for a season of Real World. I just couldn't stop watching her. So other than sounding like a weird super fan, what is your point, Alyssa? My point is that within two seconds of checking out her corner of the gram, I was literally a super fan. I was hooked. And it was pretty much effortless on her part. Because in fact, when I told her about this, she didn't even realize what I was talking about. So I'm not saying, of course, that you need to be perfectly perfect on video or stunningly, you know, beautiful. Everybody is beautiful, but I'm not saying that is the reason that you fit in this category. What I'm saying is you just need to have that it factor. If people in your life, if they naturally want to know your opinion or they're always asking for your advice, you probably fit the bill for this type of online business that I'm going to talk about. And I almost don't want to give it this name because I know you're going to be like, what? It's the influencer. So don't run away. Let me tell you a little bit about why we need teacher influencers and what it means to be an influencer in the teacher space. 
Teacher influencers, they aren't always the ones linking affiliate makeup products or outfits of the day. Teacher influencers can influence on classroom topics, social justice, change making movements, and you know, they can talk about makeup too, because I totally, totally need that. But often teacher influencers they find a power combination in creating content on YouTube and on Instagram because video resonates really well with their audience. Teacher influencers, they're going to want a solid content plan and a strategic affiliate program along with a marketing strategy that builds their brand and their voice. All right, we're up to the last type of online teacher business. If you have not found your hustle yet and you're like, okay, do you have anything for me, Alyssa? Is this even going to be possible? This last one might be for you. It's often overlooked. Let's say that you're the type who loves accuracy, but with a creative twist, or you like the satisfaction of checking tasks off of your to-do list. If organizing totally warms your heart, you might think about this last topic of being a freelancer. Now, my definition of this category of online business is more broad than just a virtual assistant, which might be the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word freelancer. I don't mean just a virtual assistant. I mean somebody who completes work online for another teacher business owner or another business owner in general. So that could be designing web pages if that's your specialty or pinning on Pinterest for other businesses or... Maybe you complete various tasks inside of Teachers Pay Teachers for other sellers, like you're a virtual assistant just for TPT sellers, because I would totally pay somebody to do that, by the way. The designing of the products, I will give you the ideas all day long, and you just make it pretty for me. I definitely need that. If you decide this is the online business for you, don't forget that you need marketing too, because you are marketing yourself. You want to position yourself as an expert in the area you're choosing to specialize in, and you want to showcase your skill set. So connection is going to be incredibly important for you. In every teacher hustle I talked about on today's podcast, you're going to notice some common themes. First of all, make sure whatever hustle you choose lights you up and utilizes your skill set to the fullest. You want to lean into what you're good at and use it to create your digital offering. The same online business is not right for everyone. This is not a blanket answer. Secondly, you need a solid, purposeful, strategic marketing plan. I'll only say that a hundred thousand times on this podcast. I know it's really easy for me to say that, guys, because it's my jam. It's the thing I love to talk about. But I really want you to treat this like a business, a real business. Because whether it's something you do when you stay at home with your kids, or it's a retirement gig for you, or it's a teaching side hustle, it is not going to be successful unless you treat it like a true blue business. And part of treating it like a business means you're acting as a business owner would. Do you think the CEO of Target, that he just orders products to put on the shelves, he crosses his fingers, he puts on his lucky socks, he pulls a wishbone, he rubs his four-leaf clover and hopes hopes, hopes the stuff inside Target sells. Heck no, he has a plan. (laughs) He has a plan for marketing. He and his team probably look at it every day. They tweak it. They change the plan based on the time of year or the way the customers react on and on and on and on and on. It's super involved and planned and purposeful. So for this to work, you don't, you not only need to time, spend time creating that content within your business, but also you need to spend time learning about how to develop a marketing plan and you need to learn how to implement that marketing strategy. So in Teacher Hustle University, I advise all my students to block out time in each of these three categories, learn, create, and market. 
which teacher hustle is right for you. If you're still not sure, head over to alyssamcdonald.com to take the quiz. You'll answer a series of multiple choice questions that I put together for you, one of which features a cast of friends, so it's really fun, and you'll figure out which teacher hustle fits you the best. You don't have to dive into whatever your result is. It's all in good fun, but who knows? Maybe you'll learn something about yourself, and I love a good quiz. Thanks so much for listening to the Teacher Hustle podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get the latest episodes. If you have a question for me about marketing, mindset, momming, or even life in general, really anything along the lines of anything that I talk about, you can send me a voice recording over at alyssamcdonald.com slash askalyssa. That's A-L-I-S-S-A. No, I could never get those personalized pencils when I was in elementary school because I spelled my name with an I. Anyway, if you have a question and you send me a voice recording, who knows your question might be featured on the next podcast. I can't wait to connect with you and I'll see you back here next week.